Hello, everybody. Welcome to Shellheads, a TMNT podcast. I am your host, Sergio. I'm here with your other host, Jeff. How's it going, Jeff? It's going really well, Sergio. How's it going for you? Oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's been a long. It's been a long month, but but we're good. We're good. Mm, okay, good. Uh, so so like always, we're here to talk about Ninja Turtle stuff, and we have a real exciting topic to talk about. Uh, but but but, no, what you been up to? Oh, I wasn't prepared for that. Um, <laughs> we normally don't ask that question. <laughs> I figured I figured this this episode might not run long. We can uh we can throw a little like, you know anecdote or something at the at, at the top, right? Yeah. Well, you know, just uh kind of my usual stuff. You know, playing video games, watching movies, life stuff. Uh, you know. Um, wow, that's that's very boring. It is very boring. Oh, well, I guess that's fair. We are we are full on adults, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm 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 hooked on the new Kirby game. So yeah, I and, and I I just finished Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, nice. Uh, that is know, uh, Xbox Series X. That is on my list. Of I have a huge backlog of games. Yeah, uh, it's to, uh, finish. It's quite the game. Just, just gonna say it's it's pretty good. It's pretty pretty darn good. I have uh, a I've watched a lot of people play it at the arcade. And just like the very beginning, like that soundtrack just hooked me hard. Like it's just so good. It's so much better than the ones in the movies. It's a different the thing. Is it's a different genre and a different decade? Yeah. Than than the ones in the movies, which I guess is fine. Um, yeah. But okay, I, that then there's our check in. Yeah. Whoopity do. Uh, what's our first <laughs> segment? It's time to see what's in Sergio's box. That's right. This week it's actually a a, a what's in our box because we both got the same thing this week. We did. And what is that, Jeff? Uh, well, you show so graciously uh, were able to find the Casey and April a farm two pack from NECA. Yeah. Uh, and and the the one thing that I guess I didn't realize when I saw the pre-release images was how much hair Casey has on his chest. Oh yeah, it's a hairy dude. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 almost alarming. Well, I mean, not you because know. not because dudes can't have chest hair or whatever. It's just it's it's weird seeing it on an action figure, like basically crawling out of the top of a tank top. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they made Austin Powers figures, so that's. Oof. Yeah, but 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 that was kind of that that was the joke though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is the, this of course is the April with them good knees. You know, uh, and and we and a lead into that, it's a little bit more expensive, and so my my reasoning for that, you know, you got to pay for that knee surgery. I, I hope that joke hit as hard as you wanted it to. <laughs> He's been working on that one for like all week, y'all. We'll all see. Week. We'll see, folks. He was like, these things are 60 bucks now? Is that how much knee surgery cost? He slaps his knee, and I can hear it over the phone. And slap my knee, FYI, folks. <laughs> I'm doing it now. Hey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I haven't really seen any other um, – like I haven't seen a restock of the Casey 
Ultimate figures or the the April Ultimate figures. So I've seen some like rumblings here and there, but nothing like in our area or anything. Yeah, no, this is this. I they they had like four or five of these two packs, and then when I went back today, they had nothing. Ooh. So they they disappeared pretty quick. So I thank you for being quick on the draw there. So now. <laughs> So now, thanks to you, I've got um, both uh, 90s movie um, Turtle 4 two-packs. I've got Splinter and Shredder two-pack and this two-pack. And you've got Ultimate Casey. Yes. Um, Oh, so you don't have the foot soldiers. Oh, I didn't know they did a movie one. Yeah. Oh, crap. Okay, well, I'll be on the lookout for those. Okay. Because I didn't know you needed those. I thought you had them, or you didn't want them. But, yeah, yeah, they absolutely exist. All the nine. I mean, you know, as 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 much as these this line sells, because everybody, any any Ninja, any Ninja Turtles fan, or, uh, you know, would be crazy not to love this movie and keep buying these figures. So I imagine they just keep making them. Yeah, yeah, the, the the movie figures are the ones that I can say have gotten the most stock. Yeah. They they've 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 hit the stores in waves like two they've hit Walmart stores in waves like three or four times and before they were even in Walmart stores, they had a run where they were packaged as single figures in GameStop. Wow. Yeah, those are the I ones got, I have. Yeah, I got all four of the giant ones cuz I didn't think we were going to get small ones. Mm, no, that's Reasonable. Yeah. That's still a lot. That's a lot of money. That's like, what, $500 purchase? Four. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, be- it's before everything got expensive. So. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get Giant Shredder. Uh, let's see. While I was at the, the Walmart earlier today, I noticed, and I, I guess we hadn't said this out loud, but the Raphael Frankenstein, or Frankenstein's monster, uh figure from NECA that is available at Walmart. Really? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even think to, you know, mention, Hey, that's, that's, that's going to be available there, but it, it is, there was one at ours, but the box was just completely smashed. Uh, of course there's that one person. I'm like, whoever you are, you, you need go sit in the corner. It, it could just be that it was at the corner of the box and was dropped off a truck or something. Oof. I don't know. Yeah, like, most people don't care enough to damage things. It's just done accidentally. Some people do, though. Yeah, well. I have heard I've heard stories. Uh, but I did peek into the little window, and oh boy, that is a stunning figure. Yeah. Like in person, it looks you, as good, if not better, than what it looks like in pictures. Now you had already gotten it, right? Well, I pre-ordered it, but it hadn't come in. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so. I'm I'm kind of excited for it to come in now. Well, yeah. Uh, the first taste is free. <laughs> no, it's not, Jeff. <laughs> yes, it is. It's always the first taste is free. Uh, so I I think that's that's all I got. Did yeah, you get it? You didn't get anything else? Yeah, yeah. That's, no. that's it. It was kind of a slow week when it comes to turtle stuff. Well, I did pick up some comics. I I stopped by uh. 
stopped by Offbeat and I picked up the most recent issues uh, of the IDW comic, which it was the 2022 annual mm-hmm. and the let's see 127. I think that's where we're at. Yeah, 127. And I feel like it's finally like the story is finally weaving itself back to somewhere that I'm a bit I'm going to be a bit more interested in. Hopefully. Uh, <laughs> so. As I was like, like, well, I'll, I'll read the comics and I'll put them in a pile to, you know, to, to sort and put into my you know long boxes. Right. Yeah. Because that's what you do. You read them and then you put them in your long box. Well, it had been about six months since I had put anything into my long boxes. So when I went to go put them in, I noticed that I was missing issue 122. Ooh. Yeah, like I just, I just didn't have it, which is, that's very out of character for me, you know. So I tracked down a copy of 122 and I realized not only not only did I not have a copy of it, but I hadn't even read it. Oh, snap. So like there was a chunk of the continuity I had just skipped over. And maybe that's why I was confused as to what was going on. Who knows? Or I, I don't know. All I know is. I know what happened in 122 now, and it's no big deal. But I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm I'd like I'm off my game. Well, that's just one slip up. That's true. It has been running for like what 12 years now. God, has it? Yeah, something like that. Wow. Because let's see, there's that's 12 months so in a year. Crazy. One, 120 would be 10 years. When did the first issue drop? Was it 07? It was... No, 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 no. no. It was 09. 09 or 2010, something like that. Yeah. Wow. Because it was before... Before the Nickelodeon show. Like, one or two years before the Nickelodeon show. Wow. We have the internet. I can just look it up. 2011. Just 2011. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh... Well, that does it for what's in what's in our box. Uh, Jeff... that leads into our next segment. What what is that next segment? And now it's time for the news. When you say that, I just like imagine your hands in the air, just waving them around. I did. You it, it, like I heard a banging before it started. Did you did you like knock over your table? Oh, do I need to redo that? No, you don't. No, you don't. Okay, well, that was me putting my water glass back. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I just imagine you standing up, flipping the table over and yelling, It's time! Well, you know, any any good part of voice acting is, you know, using the whole body. <laughs> that's how we get that, 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 I said, extra oomph to it. Well... Uh, you probably should have toned your news news uh, intro down this week, considering the amount of and quality of news that we have. I mean, I can redo it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no cuts, Jeff. No cuts. And now it's time for the news. <laughs> what is our first news segment? Uh, uh, NECA has announced that they will be making their own version of the party wagon that's true that's the first that's the first and biggest piece of news we have this week yeah it is available for pre-order right now on uh the NECA store 
for a cool 250 smackaroos. Which is way cheaper than the Super 7 one. That's true. I don't know. The Super 7 one looks like it's built out of gunmetal. So, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not saying it justifies the price, but it, it looks more expensive than the NECA one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NECA one is very cartoon looking, which is, you know, the point. Fans, however, like on the, the, the NECA boards that I'm on, on like Facebook and whatnot, it's, it's, it's very split. I would say at least half the people on there just don't like it. Is it because of the big butt? The big butt. Yeah, it's the hump in the back. Yeah. Um, and if you go back and look at, you know, the original cartoon, which this is based off of, the size of that bump varies pretty widely. Yeah. From episode to episode to season to season. And someone finally found like I saw someone post a, a screenshot from like a season seven episode where the one that they're releasing looks exactly like the, <laughs> that screenshot. Huh. So it's like, oh, well, they they chose a, a season seven episode to base their turtle van off of. OK. It's also odd that it's called the turtle van. Yeah. And not the party wagon. Hmm. Was the party wagon a, a name that was created by Playmates, maybe? Um, maybe, because I don't remember them ever. Yeah, they never referred to it as the party wagon. Um. In the show, it's always been the turtle van. Okay, okay, interesting. At least to my knowledge, like I never remember them saying party wagon. Yeah. Well, it's 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 very tempting to buy two of these because you you can you can do a limit of two. Um, there's also a four uh, let's say a four interest free payments that that you can do through the the, the NECA website. Um. But do you know the details on the four interest-free installments? No, I don't. It's $62 a week. I mean, that's not terrible. I'm sorry, every two weeks. $62 every – every two weeks. So it's not most like – Most people get paid like every two weeks or so. I know. I know. It, yeah. it just seems – that's still $124 a month. Yeah. You know, if you, if you now if, if, it, if it was $62 a month – I would I, I would feel much more comfortable just saying, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. But every two weeks is a bit that's a bit much. People, you know, work working people have to, you know, feed themselves. And their and their children. That's true. <laughs> Some of us. So the images that they have posted are saying are, are they, they say prototype shown. Final product may vary. So the, the butt may not be as tall when it finally hits, you know, hits 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 uh, doorsteps. I'm skeptical because Renette is still brown. (laughs) True. On the back, like if you look on the back of the packaging for the Fugitoid. She's brown, yeah. Yeah, I was like, no, I don't like this. Fix this. Yeah. uh, The the sad thing is, is I don't have the details on whether or not this is going to be available in stores. Yeah. Um, Like if it was Toys R Us, that thing would be on that shelf. For the adults, because they, you know, they were like towards the end, they had like they had they had some pretty nice collectibles. It, it wouldn't be, no, 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 it wouldn't. No, no, it would be sold out just like everything else. Ah, uh, well, uh, fair point. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, nowhere in the original NECA post on Facebook does it say that it will be available in stores. So this, for the foreseeable future, this may be the only way to get the turtle van. Mm -hmm. And it's only going to be up for another, for the rest of the week. Mm. Let's say, yeah, yeah, 419. At noon Eastern time is when they'll stop taking pre-orders. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I I like it. It does look very cartoony. I do, I still haven't decided if I'm going to pull the trigger on it. 250 bucks is a bunch. It's a lot of money. It is. You know. But I'll pro- I'll probably do it. You know. It, by the time the 19th comes around, I'll finally be like, ah, here's my credit card. Yeah, you gonna do them four four monthly installments or weekly? You know, yeah, two weekly installments. It's a, the Fortnite payments. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. What else we have in news? Well, you know, Sergio, it's it's time to get drunk with the Ninja Turtles. It's always time to get drunk, Jeff. <laughs> always. Always. Bring the uh, kids. Get them. Yeah. Drunk. I uh, yeah, I stumbled upon this this news story on the, after Kevin Eastman's page shared it, and basically the, a Ninja Turtles inspired bar is opening in Denver uh, on on Broadway, which I understand is like the main strip in Denver. I think yeah. uh, it's going to be called Casey Jones, uh, and it's let's see it. it it's going to have Ninja, Ninja Turtle themed cocktails like a, a drink called Bebop and Rocksteady. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how legal any of this is. This is real weird for weird for me. I don't think any of it's legal. I, I don't know. Like I think I don't know. Like like you run a place called Warp Zone. Well, yeah. Well, why can't they run a place called Casey Jones? I don't know, because my name's not owned by, you know, Viacom. But is it owned by Nickelodeon? Not Nickelodeon, by uh, Nintendo? I don't think so. I'm not saying that it is. All I all I, mean, I know warp is... Warp Zone's a pretty common, you know, there's... Oh, let's go to the Warp Zone. You know, there's a Warp Zone yeah. over there. You know, now if it was like, let's go to Mario and Luigi's, you know, <laughs> the Super Mario Brothers Pizzeria... <laughs> that was not even Italian. <laughs> the the Super Mario Brothers Italian video game store. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I, shut up of your face. Yeah, like maybe I also noticed that nowhere in this this uh, news article does it say that anything is going to be named Michelangelo, Leonardo, Raphael, or Donatello. And if yeah. if if you pay very close attention. Viacom does own the trademark on those those names. Yeah. So maybe they don't own the trademark to Casey Jones. So weird, though. And you can and when it comes to decor, you can decorate your restaurant however you want. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I do have a friend in Denver. So when this after this opens, maybe 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 I can uh, pop on over there. Yeah, Maybe soon. You know, because I'll 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 drink a Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah. 
or or drink a bebop and chase it with a rocksteady rocksteady yeah with some uh crappy pizza who knows it might be okay although they said um there's a former executive chef for famous original jay's pizza so it would probably be pretty good hopefully i hope so new york new york style slices yeah it's it's just a really weird it's a really weird idea well i mean the turtles are everywhere now yeah like marketing wise i i don't know if the brand has been i mean it's probably stronger than it's been you know back in the day no 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 they're, they're no. trying like the ninja turtles were more popular than everything at, at 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 their peak like they were more popular than star wars they were more popular than marvel and all comic books convi- combined like it, it's at one point in the mid 90s the turtles were probably more recognizable than mickey mouse at least oh, in the united yeah. states and it was ironic because they appeared at disney mgm studios yeah yeah so so uh, the, i saw the stage show sh- several times <laughs> the uh the brand is strong i'm not saying it's not strong it's it's probably in the top 10 brands of like this kind of stuff you know yeah let me pull that back not stage show they came out in the turtle van and they was it the party and... wagon or the turtle van look i was a kid i don't remember what it was called <laughs> it's both was it, was, they come out with April and they do some stuff and, you know, whatever. I don't remember exactly. I just remember them coming out, you know, in the van. Yeah. That's cool. And there was like a cart behind me. It was like on Main Street or the, the like the backstage that was like made up to look like a city, which they actually shot some some TV shows and stuff there. Yeah. Um, And it was just nothing but Ninja Turtles merchandise. That's awesome. Yeah. The closest I there were so so since we're on this 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 real quick side sidebar, uh, I only have two memories of interacting with suited turtles. Okay. One of them was at like a Pizza Hut or something, just some local birthday, and I remember that I got Donatello's autograph, and I was stoked. I was like, dude, a Ninja Turtle signed a sheet of paper for me. Mm-hmm. It didn't take three hours for my older cousin, who was like three or four years older than me, to say, that's just a guy in a suit. That's not Donatello. Donatello's fake. He's a cartoon. And it, I was just shattered. You don't talk to him anymore, do you? No, no, I don't. I don't. Oh. But well, not because of that. It's, it's different reasons. But yeah, I was I was shattered. You know, it's funny because we probably – met the same Donatello because I remember meeting Donatello at our local grocery store. And I asked him, where's your bow staff? And he's like, I broke it over the shredder's head in a very Brooklyn accent. (laughs) And I'll never forget that. I don't think I got his autograph, but it was Uh, probably the same dude. It was probably, yeah, same dude. Um, The other time, I was at E3 in the year in 2009, so 13 years ago, and uh, they they were promoting the TMNT Smash Up video game that was to come out later that year. 
So they had the whole, you know, rigmarole. They had all four of the turtles out there. There's a picture of me somewhere on the internet somewhere, uh, with all four of the turtles, and I'm just like throwing up devil horns, like yes. Because <laughs> as soon as I saw them, I ran over and had to take a picture. Need to find this photo. Everybody, go go look. I've, I've, I, it's not even hidden. I'll just have to find it. It's somewhere. Um. So yeah, those those are my two interactions with with suited turtles. Uh, what else? What other news do we have? Um, uh, there's some loot crate shenanigans going on. Oh man! So loot loot suit. We have a loot suit. We have a loot suit. <laughs> it's a loot. It's a loot suit riot, Jeff. It is a loot suit riot. Uh, yeah, yeah. So how do I, how do we even begin to dive into what this is and what it means? The dumpster fire. It, it is absolutely that. Um, okay. So wait, let me pull up though. Where did it go, Jeff? I don't know. Okay. The website law360.com, which is a paid site. You, you can, you'd have to pay for their, their service to read their articles, had an article Entitled, please tell loot, me, suit riot. <laughs> loot crates, ex owners sue buyer over unpaid sales taxes. So to put that in context, loot crate, I believe three years ago, yeah, two or three years ago, was purchased by the same company that owns NECA. Not technically NECA. But like a holdings company. Okay. And part of the deal was this new company would pay the back taxes owed by Loot Crate's original owners or ex-owners. Oof. Apparently, the company that bought it, uh, which is apparently is owned by a Joel Weinshanker. That's a that's a fun name. Yeah. <laughs> Weinshanker quote <laughs> has acknowledged that the loot company stopped making payments to tax authorities in August of 2021 and is not has no intention of curing the breach in payments the complaint said hmm. wait yeah so loot crate basically owes taxes and the new owner is like that's we're not paying those they're that they 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 haven't paid it, and uh, there there's references in this article that the new owners of Loot Crate are in the process of basically firing everyone and shutting the business down. Of course, that's this isn't news. Like it's not like this has been announced, mm-hmm. but that is what the was mentioned as what was being said by the ex owners. So why are we talking about this now? It's because it is currently April of 2022, uh, 14 months since I paid for my two sets of loot crates, of Ninja Turtle loot crates, and I've only received one Danny box of the eight they owe me. And I paid for one, the Dark Turtle. So Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and fans are getting increasingly upset because Loot Crate is not answering any questions no. about anything. 
And when you visit their website and they and you look at the, uh, you know, when do you expect this box? When do you expect this box? Every month they just keep pushing it to the next month, like ev- every single month. And at, at this point, we should have had all of them. At this point, we should have had all of them and Series 3 been announced, assuming, you know, there, you know, it was destined to be a, you know, Series 3. Yeah. A, a little more background here. Uh, a lot of people are starting to reach out to NECA to try to figure out, hey, what, what's happening with these loot crates? And NECA is just saying, you need to contact Loot Crate. Oof. That's it. That's a different company. Yes, we're owned by the same people, but it's a different company. And 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 one one wise person's uh, comment on Facebook was like, think about it this way: if Sam's Club is actively screwing you over, you wouldn't go to Walmart and say, "Hey, can you help me with this?" Yeah. Only Sam's Club could help you with that. So yeah, it's 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 quite a cluster, and I don't know. What's going to happen? A, a lot of people have already done chargebacks on their their uh, credit cards for the boxes that have not arrived. Uh, some people are just content waiting. Like I'm content waiting, you know. Yeah. Uh, I I feel like at some point something is going to happen. I just wish it would have you know happen sooner rather than later. Right. And what like it makes thoughts? me. Well, I mean, it's it's just a a, a cluster cuss. Like, you can't not pay your taxes. Pay your freaking taxes, people, or they come and get you. Or they yeah. hold your freaking action figures hostage, which is exactly what they're doing. Um, <laughs> the government is not holding back their action figures. No, Loot Crate is holding back the action figures, is what I meant. No, well, no. I bet you all that stuff is packed up, ready to go, in a warehouse it, it somewhere. Be. It could be. It could be. Yeah. But if they have no money... Yeah. Like if they have no money, they can't ship them. That yeah. that's what it comes down to. Um my thinking is, well, can't NECA just make more figures and just ship them to us anyway? They could. That would be very, very expensive. Yeah. And and they would have to take on some of the debt from Loot Crate to do so. Yeah, they probably won't probably won't do that. Yeah, I've it's I have no idea. Probably the most uh, annoying thing about this whole thing is the figures are showing up on, like, Chinese websites. Like, you can buy some of these, I believe, on Mercari. Ooh. Uh, th- th- yeah, there's 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 a few really, I, I don't want to say reputable, but, you know, some, some pretty shady Chinese websites that you can ch- just order all of those from and so so like if you take the back channels the figures are available but you can't get them directly from who you're supposed to get them from yeah yeah and that that actually that reminds me of another piece of NECA news that is real real rough um you remember holothon yeah so remember when we, we mentioned two weeks ago that they when they activated the holothon website and International orders were supposed to go through costumes.com, mm-hmm. and it messed up and allowed domestic orders to be ordered through costumes.com. Yeah. They initially said, we're going to fulfill those orders, but for f- all future orders, only international are, you know, is going to work. Well, they fulfilled some of them, 
But then after waiting two weeks, two and a half, three weeks, something like that, they just canceled the rest of them. Ooh. Which I had one. You know, I, I didn't think it was going to work, so I wasn't that too wasn't too worried about it. But the the the, the catch was the the tune, like the the yeah the the cartoon Toka and Razar popped up on costumes.com and was ordered like a whole bunch of people ordered it to their stateside address and that two pack was never available officially for domestic buyers huh it never hit target.com so now people are calling foul it's like you took all these orders you couldn't fulfill them and now you're not making those th- those two figures available to us at, via the target website is this a holothon two pack or not are they going to be in stores and and they're probably be in stores. It's just NECA is again being very quiet about that as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 been a, it's been a rough two months. <laughs> it has. It really for, really for that has. for that bundle of companies. So like, yeah. the 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 lesson here is don't splinter off into different factions. Just give us one line uh, company to buy stuff from. Ooh, yeah. I, like, but but you yeah I you still want to have a place to in in stores you know well, yeah that's what I mean like you know instead of like making it these weird online deals and stuff I'm like just just come on just just give us what just, we want just ship a whole bunch of those things to Target or offer them on the freaking NECA website just, just just come on just cut out the middleman yeah uh do we have any non NECA news to talk about. Uh, well, we do have a, uh, kind of a, a bootleg thing. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about this. <laughs> so we've got the Super 7, uh, Turtle Van was first. Uh, the box art for that looks sick, by the way. Um, then we, of course, we have the, the NECA one, and now we have this bootleg one from a company called Underground Arsenal. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look half bad. Um, it definitely looks like maybe maybe CBS season style. It's kind of hard to tell. Or, yeah, it, it 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 looks like almost the at if you were to mathematically add the NECA one to the Super Seven one and then hit you know what's the average of that? Yeah, it's somewhere in between those two vans. Yeah, and it's got kind of like it. The, the top is like flat, but it looks like more like kind of like a, a rounded shell. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and a link see, to it will be in the in the show notes. Yeah, and the the guns on the top like they they retract, which I think is pretty cool. Um, but it's a, it's also a beefy beefy priced baby. It's about two seventy nine. Yeah. Uh, and it and it is not a licensed product. No, just 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 to put that out there, uh, it is named Underground Arsenal One Twelfth Turtle Shell O One Turtle Van Comic Version. Yeah, it's 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 weird. Uh, I like it. It it's it, it looks good. It it fits all your NECA turtles. Yeah. I don't know if I like the forest green. Yeah, it's not quite it's not quite cartoony enough for me. Yeah. But it, it is it is a third option if you're looking for a van for your turtles. 
It would be if it. I just looked at the listing and it says that it is sold out. Oh no, Jeff. Yeah. Oh, you might be able to find it somewhere else if you do some digging. Yeah. But yeah, I'll throw that in the show notes as well because it's it's impressive nonetheless. Yeah, it's pretty cool looking. Yeah. Uh, I I think that's it. Is that it? Yeah. Now I, I can't really tell. Like it shows this has windows like around. Oh, it does. Uh, this does have windows. And I don't recall the NECA one having windows. No, the NECA one does not have windows. I mean, it is still prototype, so... Windows are weird. The windows, that that looks weird to me. Yeah. Hmm. With or without windows? With, like, with windows. Hmm. But I guess because we grew up with the, the turtle van that had no windows. Yeah. Odd. Um, but yeah, that's it for news, right? Uh, yeah. That means we're on to our main topic. And before we do that, let's take a quick break. And we're back, Jeff. Huh. And, and I'm just going to let you, you take it from here, Jeff. What, what are, what are we talking about today? And why are you so excited? We're talking about video games, Sergio. What? Um, again, it's it's been a hot minute. Um, when I mean hot minute, it's been about a year and a half. Uh, I, can, I can get you an exact date. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> if you would like an exact date as to you know how long it's been since we talked about video games on this this podcast, let's but do. That. Why, why are you excited? Well, we're talking about the 2K3 era. Of video games. That is correct. Or, or as we like to colloquial, 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 I can never say that word. Uh, as we like to call it around these parts, phase two. Phase two. Yeah, the last time we talked about video games was episode six. Wow. Uh, in 2019, Jeff. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. 2019. So I, I'm sorry it took us so long to get back to video games. But the pandemic kind of kept us from, you know, hanging out together and playing these games. So I, it's not fully my fault. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um, so we're basically covering everything that was developed by Konami during the Phase 2 part of the Turtles ownership. So that would be, as you said, the 2K3 era. Um Basically, up until Konami lost the license to Ubisoft. Yeah. Is that, is that accurate? Yes, that is. Okay. Uh, what games does this this, this does this include? Uh, well, first and foremost, it includes three three like like canonical. I would yeah, I, canonical is probably the best way to put it. Um, video games that coincided with the television show. So you had one that was just named Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that came out in 2003, the same year that 2K3 debuted. Mm -hmm. And it was loosely based off the first, uh, first season. And we're going to talk in detail more about these when we get to them. I just want to kind of give you an overview of what we're going to talk about. The second one is TMNT or, or Turtles 2 Battle Nexus. And that one, 
roughly follows the uh, the the episode arc of season two, and it was released in 2004. Remember back in the two the the the, the 2000s when video games came out like every year. Yeah, like you could expect an Assassin's Creed game every year. You could you could expect you know a, a Ratchet and Clank game every year. Those were the days, man. Now you gotta wait like five years for stuff. Yeah, quality control. Not even that. It's just harder to make stuff now. Uh, and then the following year, in 2005, uh, there was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 Mutant Nightmare, which uh, followed the the, the uh, events of Season 3. So they were kind of on a pretty good cadence there following you know everything. Uh, that same year, in 2005, uh, a party game slash fighting game named... TMNT Mutant Melee was released, uh, and we'll again, again talk about what platforms these were all on because these are these are pretty old at this point. They're mm-hmm. we're, let's say they're looking at what seventeen years old. Yeah, in 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 a couple of cases they're nineteen years old, so they're they're pretty old old games. Um, in addition to those three that I would say were pretty well, they were widely available. Because, you know, they were there to promote the Ninja Turtles. There were also handheld versions of all three of those games. Yes. Uh, the first two were on Game Boy Advance, and the third one was on Nintendo DS. Uh, and that's mostly what we – that's pretty much what we're going to talk about. We, there, There's still one more that is technically not a Konami game, but we'll get to that once we finish the the, the first six. So – or first seven. Uh, Jeff, let's talk about the 2003 video game, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. Me and you sat down uh, at at the Warp Zone and played a you know a, 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 a section of levels uh, of this game to, to 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 remind us exactly what it was. Because back when it came out in 03, I played all the way through it. I bought it. I was ex- I was like legit excited to play this game in 2003 uh sitting back down and and reacquainting yourself with it how'd it go oh boy um so (laughs) the tables are going to kind of flip here where you know you know i when we did our first video game um episode I was all in. I love I love those games. I still do. Can't wait for the Cowabunga collection. But when we sat down, like I hadn't played these probably since they originally came out. And man, it's rough. Like <laughs> I, I like it's it's rough by today's standards, but it's also rough by 2003 standards. Yeah, like I'm 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 having trouble forming sentences to just explain how I feel because like it just, the game itself just doesn't feel very well structured as like the gameplay and stuff goes. Now the, the presentation, like using clips from the show uh, to save money, uh, you know, and maybe throw in a, like a new bit of dialogue here from the original voice cast and everybody's back. Cause you know, everybody's working on stuff and doing, you know, in tandem with the show. Um, and it, it almost felt like it was kind of like rushed where all the previous games were 
not really rushed. I mean, they're, you know, they're beat-em-ups. So there's not a whole lot to it. Um, but a lot of those games kind of felt like they had a bit more charm than, than, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll give, I'll give you that. And like, I'm not going to lie. I, of these three, I feel like this first one played the best. Really? I really did. Yeah. Like I could sit down and just button mash this thing until I'm done with it and 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 actually feel like I accomplished something and and it is not hard it's not uh intimidating and it's it's just very bu- button mashy you know just just very it's a beat em up you know i mean uh, it is difficult if you're knocking explosive barrels into each other look it you just got to know where to uppercut them mm-hmm. yeah yeah you, you know and and like the the button layout was was fine and the they didn't have you like cl- lobster grabbing the the controls to to figure out how to do combos and whatnot. It it was almost so rudimentary that it worked, you know. Yeah. Um, it I, and I'm not gonna lie, the game looks cool. Yeah, like the the art direction is pretty cool. the The colors are very bold. They match the colors that are on the TV show. Uh, they they definitely wanted to evoke the the TV show's style, right? Yeah, yeah. And and you're absolutely right. They, they used a lot of footage from the from the show, but they also had to like recreate footage that wasn't in the show. Yeah. With a different animation team, so that was real weird. Um, but if I were to sit down and play play all the way through this game by myself now in 2022, I would absolutely turn the volume down. One hundred percent. Why is that? Because. I mentioned this when we were sitting down playing it. Like when they punch, it's always the same like four lines. Yeah, they don't they don't need to talk. They don't they need don't to need do, talk that much, man. I mean, they could grunt and groan and do action sounds, and like, uh, you know, whatever. They don't have to do that. Yeah, you know, like if you only have four different lines, like if Raphael only says four different things, and every time he punches, he says one of those four things. That's miserable. <laughs> it's incredibly annoying. <laughs> It's, yeah. it's like, you know, it's like, can we, I, like, I tried to find uh, in the options, like, is there an option to turn the voices off? Nope. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's probably why I, like, played it and then immediately packed it away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one cool, th- one thing I really, really liked was uh, as you were fighting, you would get comic book, like, um words popping up on the screen like crash and boom and slap and bang yeah yeah that was cool yeah yeah and and like i honestly i feel like if this this game had more time to bake like they just had more time to beef up the you know the the structure and content and everything i feel like they could make this a great game they could have yeah but on on it on the surface it's basically just your what you would expect out of a licensed game in the middle of the 2000s. Yeah, with not a very big budget. Yeah, just just enough to get it out the door with the with the right characters and right name on the on the cover. And they'll sell they'll sell enough to. To justify its existence and to justify a sequel. Yeah. Which is exactly what happened. Yeah. Now, it should be noted this came out on PlayStation 2, Xbox and GameCube. 
That is correct. Um, and and Windows at, at some point. And, and when, I would love to see what that looks like. Yeah. Ima- imagine what we played the other day at like super high resolution. Yeah. Because because remember the the PlayStation Two, Xbox, and GameCube, they were primarily standard definition consoles. Technically, the Xbox on certain games could go up to 1080p or 1080i or one of those two, but primarily it's a it's a 420p. Like, and anyone who knows video game resolutions and television video resolutions understands what we're talking about. But it's only going to look so good at 420. Yeah. 480? 480. Sorry. 480p. Mm-hmm. On Windows, though, that would be a completely different story. Yeah. You could go up to like 1080 real easy. So I'm, I'm trying to track that down. Man. Let's see. That seems that seems super stupid. So I kind of want to do it. <laughs> hey, I'm here for the journey. Uh, to to to. Let's see, to chop this up so we're not just completely talking about super bad games back to back to back, let's actually talk about the Game Boy Advance version of this uh, this title. Okay. What you got to say about the Game Boy Advance version? I played the crap out of this game. I definitely feel that this was the a, a better representation of, of 2K3 in, in game form. Do you? Yes. Like, it's a great, really just fun action platformer um you get to pick your you know your turtle and go through the different stages and stuff and they had like different attack moves like you could you could hold up and he could do like uppercut stuff and hit hit the enemies up in the air and if you held the button down uh you could do like a charge attack and mikey would throw his nunchucks like a boomerang and i was like oh dude like that it just it's just fun and i just you know have played it probably more um, than any of the other um, uh, games in the series. Wow. Yeah. yeah like, like I don't have any hatred for that game. That game is, it is a solid action game. Um, the capabilities of the Game Boy Advance kind of uh, handicap the whole experience. Mm-hmm. Because like like imagine how much deeper it could be if there were more than just four buttons. Yeah. The Game Boy Advance only had what A, B, and then the shoulders. Yeah. You know you can only do so much action with A, B, and shoulders. Yeah, they packed it in. Like yeah. they really packed it in in this. And and the screen resolution of the the Game Boy Advance was lacking, and and then therefore all of the sprites look kind of weird. Like the turtles look weird in that game. They look too bad. Maybe a little. Maybe a little uh, beefy. Yeah. Uh, but but what, what what really bothers me is that, and this has literally nothing to do with the game itself, this was marketed as if it was the same game as what was on the big boy consoles. And that's crazy. Like, they should have done, like, different box art. Yeah, di- at the very least, different box art. Or given it, like, a sub name, you know, like... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Sewer Fighters or something, or just just something to to tell you, hey, this is a different game. Because for a long time, it never even occurred to me to get the Game Boy Advance version. Yeah. Because I was like, this is just a you know a, a dumbed down version of the one that was on the, the the TV, and the one on the TV wasn't very good. So why am I why do I care? And then when I learned it was a completely different game, I had to track it down. Oh yeah. yeah. Like I 
bought all of these on release days. Oh wow! I I bought the big boy versions on release days. I didn't I didn't buy the Game Boy ones until way later. I think I yeah I I remember getting all of these like as they came out. Yeah, um, I got the other ones too. Yeah. Uh, do you got anything else to say about the Game Boy Advance game? Like the first one. Well, it, it also added like some interesting different dynamics to it. Like you had uh, like Mikey could ride a skateboard through the sewer pipes, like kind of, you know, Sonic 2 special stage style. Uh-huh. Um, and you had like a sewer slider, um, you know, like mini shooting games and stuff. Um, so they added they added a lot to it. Um, and like Raphael could like climb walls with his size, which was really cool. Um, and there was even a a, um, a racing game uh, where he raced on his shell cycle against Casey. Yeah, yeah, like like it's it, like that Game Boy game is it's 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 cool. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, but like it's, it's it's probably better than it should be considering it's a licensed title. Yeah, yeah, like the aesthetic, the look of it, the stages, everything. Like you know, if you can track it down, do. Uh, you know, um. You know, if you've got an original, you know, Game Boy Advance or Game Boy Player for your GameCube, or if you have the the analog pocket, that's another option. Um, oh yeah, or or like um, there there's Retrons that will play Game Boy games. Yeah, not very well, but it, they. We're not going to get into this, this 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 discussion again, Jeff. I'm hey. There's, it is absolutely passable. There's nothing wrong with it. Passable, it but may not, want, it may not know, be. The Kmart version of a retro, you know, retro console. You could, you can go with retro. Oh man, uh, it gets the job done. Eh. And that's what ninety percent of people want. It depends. So if it was uh, the top shelf, I, 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 I am one of those. But why, why would you pay top shelf money if this is the game you're going to play? Because it plays other stuff, too. Let's move on. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Battle Nexus. Battle Nexus. This one came out, of course, the very next year. Again, developed by Konami. Available for basically the same consoles. Uh, PlayStation 2, Xbox, GameCube, and Windows. Um, and, of course, we'll talk about the Game Boy Advance uh, version in a moment. This one... when When me and you both sat down and played it... We both were more impressed by this 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 one within like thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah, we we're like, oh, they, they seem to have fleshed some things out. Uh, now, where the first game on Xbox and PlayStation Two and GameCube was only playable as two players, which seems real dumb. Yeah. Like, why would you develop a game for GameCube that has four ports that you can't play all four ports? It, that, that makes me think that it was, wasn't finished when it came out. This game, Battle Nexus, you could play as all four, like, like you could have four players on screen at the same time. Uh, and as a bonus, uh, if, you, if you meet a certain in-game uh, criteria, you can unlock the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game. Mm-hmm. Uh, with some compromised music. Oh, God, it was horrible. Well, they, they had to work with what they could work with. I about threw up. They, they, was, they, they were I'm on a... 
so disgusted. It's 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 they were on a budget, man. I I blame Murakami, Wolf, and Swinton. Like it's 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 better to include it with bad music than it is to not include it at all. I, I would have taken not at all. I just couldn't do it. It was like See, nails on a chalkboard to me listening to that terrible music. It's not that bad. It's really freaking you could terrible. could just mute it. You Ugh. could just turn it down. Like, Ugh. that's an option, too. Yeah. Luckily, we don't have to do that coming soon. <laughs> yeah. What, what's what's funny is uh, that's actually – like, I was in college when this game came out, and that's how I convinced my college buddies to come over and play it. I was like, dude, like, if we just beat this one thing, like, if we get, get through this one area – or I can't even remember what the unlock uh, criteria was, but I was like, hey, once we undo it, we can play the original arcade game, all four of us. It's going to be cool. And they came over and we played it until we could unlock it. So, so I, I, I got in my way. Nice. <laughs> and they got their way. And the thing is, is one of my buddies noticed the music immediately. Yeah. He was like, this music isn't right. And I'm like, I know, I know, calm down. He's like, no. It's not right. We what, Why? I was like, it's licensing and j- just shut up and play. Choose your trouble. <laughs> that would have been me if, if I had known you then. <laughs> uh, what do you think about Battle Nexus? It definitely played better than the previous one. It just it felt a, a little bit more polished than than the previous game. Like they maybe spent a little bit more time. Um on it yeah um, yeah it like it definitely felt like iterative like they, they 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 made a foundation of this is what the new turtles games look like with the first one and then instead instead of having to re-establish a foundation they were able to build on top of it yeah and w- one of the, the the key differences is in this in the second game you and the the character you're playing as share a health bar yeah it's kind of weird uh, it's weird, but it's kind of boss. Like, yeah, you because you get four people on screen playing, and like you notice that the dude playing Raphael is not pulling up pulling his weight. There's gonna be some words. Yeah, you know, because that one that one person can screw the whole team. Unlike you know in the first game when it when both players had their own health bar. Right. What I liked in this game was you could pick stuff up and throw it. Yeah. Uh, in, in the in the first game, you you know you could uppercut explosive barrels. In this one, you could just pick them up and throw them, uh, which it turned out to be a lot harder than I expected it to be. Yeah, it, it really was. Uh, but I, I didn't find the controls as res- like responsive in this this one. Maybe I was just bad at it. I don't know. Mm. Um. But it's 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 very much a game in the same vein as that first one. Yeah, uh, it's an improvement. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess <laughs> I do want to track these down on on PC. Yeah. Uh, what about that? Uh, let's talk about the Game Boy Advance one, because because honestly, the Game Boy Advance version of Battle Nexus might be the most curious of all of these games. It really is, because it um. It went a different direction. It added some some ninja stealth. It really did. And like with with decent stealth mechanics, like there, yeah. there's like a meter that tells you how alerted the guards are. Yeah. 
and you had to like hide and you had to find your weapon and you had to like climb up and, and avoid being seen. Like it's, 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 it's like, I don't know. Ninja stuff. Ninja stuff or, yeah. or metal gear turtles. Yeah. Like the music, <laughs> the music in both game boy advance games, uh, one and two are just chef kiss. Like, especially in two, mm-hmm. like, that 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 just hooked me immediately. My biggest complaint about uh, part two was having to find your weapons. That's dumb. Like in the cartoon when they teleported like halfway across the galaxy, they had their weapons. Yeah, yeah. They got them taken away in jail. But that mm. was about it. Yeah. I don't know. Unless that's what they're using. They're go they're they're going off of it. But I mean, it's it's fine. Like you have like weird green shurikens that don't do anything. <laughs> and and aren't you like collecting crystals? Yeah. Like in all of these games, like you've got crystals and stuff or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, I can't remember if they're in the first one or not. Um, I know they're in the second one, I think. Yeah, they're definitely in the second one. I don't think they're in the first one. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what they all unlock but i got dang near all of them yeah so it's it's such a weird departure from the first game you know because much like the the, on the on the big boy consoles it's very much here's we're going to tweak a few things here and there but we're going to keep the core gameplay yeah on game boy advance it's like hey let's completely change what this game is Turn it from the like a core action game to like a stealth action game, and it and I was here for all of it. Like I was like, man, this is great. Like it feels like um, uh, there 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 are several games that I can think of where like you can hide in the level. Like it's like Codename Viper on NES and Rolling Thunder, mm-hmm. where you could like you get you could line up to the door. And you could hit up, and it would flip around, and the bad guys would run, would run past you. Of course, you're also like trying to find items and you know hostages or whatever, um, which was kind of cool. So I I really really enjoyed um, this game a lot. Like I'm I'm thinking about like replaying it soon. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Well, uh, let's I guess let's keep it going. Next up is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 Mutant Nightmare. Uh, This one was released the very next year in 2005 uh, for almost the same consoles. There's uh, Nintendo, uh, GameCube, PlayStation 2, Xbox, and Nintendo DS. There is no PC release and no Game Boy Advance release. And... Mutant Nightmare is the worst of the three, in my mind. Yes. Um, they, 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 they. I felt like they tried some new stuff with the third one. They made a lot of like, like the combo system deeper, but they also made it less intuitive and, in that case, less fun. Because you had to think about what am I going to do here and what do these buttons do? And and when you start the game, there are like three or four buttons that just don't do anything. Yeah. 
Like, this is an action game. Every button on that controller needs to do something when yeah. you press it. But that CGI opening was dope. Oh, the CGI opening was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mutant Nightmare does not stand out in any way. No. Uh, what, what, what are your thoughts? It it felt like where part two was kind of like a step forward in the, like kind of like the right direction as far as like kind of quality and feel. Mm-hmm. And it looked like they took a lot of steps back and gave us like it didn't really tread too much new ground. Was it was it this one or two that you could hold down the attack button and shoot like weird? No, it was this one. Yeah, it was this one. You could shoot weird energy things out of your <laughs> weapon. So like Mikey could do a fireball. Leo could do, um, you know, like a sonic boom thing. Um, which I think they were like adding elements from um, the Ninja Tribunal. Uh, yeah, like the, like the mystic art stuff. They couldn't have done that though, could they? Because the the Ninja Tribunal was like the canceled season five. Well, I mean, it it had already all been completed. Like they just didn't air Not it in two thousand five. It wasn't. Like I could be wrong. Um, trying to look here. Maybe they used the mystic stuff in the show from the, you know. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, these, because the Ninja Tribunal season aired in oh, 2006. Myst- I'm sorry. So, correction. The Mystic Fury Ninja Turtles action figures. Oh, that's right. That's That's absolutely right. And they were, you know, because they were power-ups. No, it says they are given by the Ninja Tribunal. Well, the Ninja Tribunal is like a a set of characters in the show, but the arc doesn't take place until, like, the the, the Lost Season 5, was it? Yes, or 6, or... Yeah, because Season 6 is fast-forward. Season seven is back to the sewer. Yeah, season five. Yeah. 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 Like, it's just not very good. Yeah. None of these are very good, but this is like, after playing the first two and realizing, oh, this third one is just more of that, but worse. This third one just feels bad. Yeah. Um. You got anything else to say about the the the, the big boy version of that game? No. 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 Not at all. No, like I just, <laughs> you know, and it's it, it it's it's the the trap that a lot of licensed games tend to fall into where, you know, you're you're they're not giving they're not given a big budget to do a lot. And these feel just very much like rushed out the door uh, titles. And, you know, there are some gems here and there throughout the eras um, of of licensed games actually being you know top shelf or at least middle shelf um, <laughs> enjoyable and like oh okay well this is cool and of course I can think of a, a, a number of them but uh, that's another episode altogether um, but yeah it just it, it all just kind of feels like a kind of a, a rush you know a rushed cash grab yeah yeah and and, and I've always had the, the the opinion of licensed games is that even if they do have the budget and even if they do have the time, they 
the team making this game probably doesn't have the talent. And I know that that, that probably sounds really harsh, but if you think about it, a top-tier, super-talented developer isn't going to be working on a licensed a licensed title made by Konami. Yeah. They will be working at a prestige studio making something that is original for say like a Nintendo or Sony. Yeah. You know, so it's, I, I, I don't really blame anyone involved here. These games turned out exactly like they were going to turn out. Yeah. You know, it, the, the, you have your exceptions like a like a Batman Arkham Asylum, you know, like every once in a while they poop out a game that's really great. And you're really surprised when something licensed works like Guardians that I just played. That's fantastic. Or Marvel Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man. But those are the exceptions to the rule, especially yeah. speaking in in 2000 in in like the aughts, the 2000s. Ninety five percent of licensed games were trash. Yeah. So let's talk about the DS version of Mutant Nightmare. Let's. What are your thoughts on that one? Because that one's that one's very different. It is very different. Um, it goes a lot of different places. There's just a, a lot going on in this game um, from fighting, you know, freaking weird clone bishops with like weird superpowers and stuff like they're all multicolored i hated those guys um and also too um right around this this time the time of um on the on the tv show like each one kind of represented like a different nightmare you know or whatever event that was going on like donatello's nightmare like kind of like same as it never was um I could be getting that wrong. No, yeah. Yeah, that was in here. Big, giant, creepy, huge crab shredder. Mm-hmm. Mecha thing. Um, My biggest complaint is, like, why did they take away the double jump? But I do know, because you could actually have a, at the, uh, on your, on your, your, your second screen... Uh, you could get assistance from the other turtles. So if there was a ledge that was too high for you to jump, oh, just hit Raphael and he'll give you a, you know, he'll spring you up there. Mm-hmm. Or if you need to turn a valve, uh, which was kind of cool, but you had like a limited time to do it and you had to, you know, use your stylus to turn it a certain way and line up the arrows and stuff, um, which is really cool. And like charge attacks are back. I, don't think the meter was there so you could do them pretty much infinite um yeah which yeah, i did can, like let, let me let me let me throw my quick two cents out there uh on the 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 the, the, the ds functionality like the little here turn the knob on the bottom screen with the stylus that gimmicky crap was in all kinds of ds games and it oh, was yeah. never good yeah this wasn't and terrible, but there, this is no exception. Like, hey, let's stop the action and make you fiddle with this bottom screen for a minute. I did. I didn't like that at all. And and as neat as the assistance moves look on paper, you can't just use them. Like you can't just use them whenever you want. Yeah. 
they, they like they're scripted. It's like, oh, you can't jump to this ledge. Well, guess what? You can use this right now. You can't use it 10 minutes ago or five minutes from now, but you can only use it right now, which means that it's pointless. Yeah. You know, giving you no options doesn't that's just another button to press. Right. Yeah. And I, and the thing is, I, I actually liked this, this 3d, or I'm sorry, this, this, this DS version. I, like I found the, the, um, the combat much more satisfying in this one than the, the, the first two. Really? Oh yeah. Well, like why the, is that? Like the, like the aerial combat with, um, with Raphael was amazing. Like you could jump in the air and then he would stab his size down three times before you even hit the ground. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, oh, I'm gonna use this on everyone, and I was just wasting dudes. And with I was having a great time. Yeah. Which I was not expecting at all. Yeah. You know, I, I, again, played through this game years and years and years ago, but you know, mm. I've played hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of games. It's very hard to remember the details of some dumb DS game I played a decade ago. Right. But I really enjoyed the game. I, there's just, just some of the, the, some of the, the stuff that is supposed to make it fancy is smoke and mirrors. Yeah. But that's just, you know, we were fighting the, uh, the first part, like you were fighting the Triceratons. Yeah. And like, if you, and like you could like double tap and go like uh, make your turtle run faster. And with Michelangelo, if you did it just right, he would end up knocking them down and sliding across the screen with them like a skateboard. I'm like, Ooh, ouch. <laughs> um, which was kind of cool. Um, I hated the flying triceratons a lot. But oh, you, you, you see with Raphael, you can just jump up there and smack them three times and they're dead. Or you could hold down the charge attack and then angle up uh, Mikey's nunchucks and throw them in the air. And then they would come back and they'd hit them twice. So that, that had definitely had advantages um, to it. Um, probably, I think like to this day, I still haven't finished some of the stages because like I'm trying to 100% it and it's just really freaking hard when you're fighting like multiple um those those creepy red zombie dudes uh-huh. the skeleton zombies or whatever and then the robot Karai's come in I hate them so much yeah <laughs> Because you don't have like multiple lives in this. Like it's it's once your life meter is depleted, you are dead. You have to start all over again. That sounds right. So, like I even tried like super recently before we started doing any of this. I was like, dang it! I was like, no, just ugh. I was out of practice. Yeah, I I oddly enough, of all of the games, I think this DS one is. Technically the best in my mind. Yeah, and Te- like two, technically the best. And like two, each turtle had like the different sets of stages in the first and the third one. Mm-hmm. Like different challenges and stuff to you know to tackle. Yeah. But yeah, so like if if I'm going to make any recommendations, play all three uh, handheld versions. 
however you can. Yeah, I I really wonder what those are going for these days. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's do a quick. We have time. Let's do a quick eBay search to see, to see how much these things cost. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Turtles Two Battle Nexus is twenty two dollars plus shipping. It's not bad. It's not terrible. Um, let's say the you can get one in box for three hundred mint in box for three hundred and forty nine dollars. Nope. And that's the Ubisoft TMNT game, which is really good, but it ain't worth four hundred bucks. No, 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 no. We're talking that's the the Game Boy Advance game that is the 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 first of these three. Oh, I was looking at the different one because like it's it's three ninety nine for the the two thousand seven game. Oh uh, yeah, that, that's a that's we're not talking about that game today. Yeah, I know. Uh, but you can get that the the first GBA game for like twenty bucks. So they're they're not too terribly priced. Yeah, like I yes. found a loose one for like fourteen bucks. Mutant Nightmare. That's probably gonna run you the most. Um, <laughs> nope. You can get Mutant Nightmare for ten dollars plus shipping. Huh. On D, on uh, Nintendo DS. So is that with or without case? That's without case. Mm. Um, but I, I the the actual the big boy games th- those I believe are they like it looks like they run pretty high. Yeah. There are active bids on ones, which I I would never guess that people would be actively bidding on these games in 2022. But there's a lot of Turtles fans out there. Yeah. Uh, but newsflash, uh, I found a copy of Battle Nexus for PC. Ooh. Yeah, for 15 bucks. I am going to buy that before I post this episode <laughs> so no one buys it out from underneath me. Is it eBay or is it like digital? No, it's eBay. No, you can't buy these digital. Oh, oh those the, the rights needed to, to buy these digital would be ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm totally going to pick that up. Uh, let's talk about the 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 uh, the black sheep of this whole group of games what what was it called mutant melee oh god so what is mutant melee jeff it is a very very poorly constructed and failed attempt at a smash brothers clone yes smash brothers or what was the other game we name dropped the other day um power stone yeah but you know but power stone is actually good well yeah that you can it be, feels like you a can, structure like that. You, I, I get what you're saying, like the overhead yeah. and like the HUD and stuff. Yeah. So it's I, I see what they're weapons doing. and guns. Like, does Master Splinter have a gun? Run! <laughs> <laughs> like, I see what they were doing, you know, because because in in the old days you had the three games and then tournament fighters, right? Yeah. Like this this was like three games and then tournament fighters, but it just it just does doesn't work, man. No, it, 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 that that is a game that needed more time. Like it looked like all the 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 models were like leftovers from like pre development. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you notice how big Mikey's nunchucks were? 
Yeah, they were ginormous. Yeah. <laughs> Just these huge nunchucks that that I, why I don't know. I, I know nothing about game development. I probably shouldn't be criticizing these people, but man, how does that make it out the door? I don't know. I really, really don't. Um, it's it's not very good. It, it came out for Xbox and GameCube. Yeah. It did not come out for PlayStation 2. No, it did. Mutant Melee? Yeah. Are you sure? And PC. I'm looking at it. What? Yeah. Didn't the PlayStation 2 have like a multi-tab? I think it did. I don't know if it used... I don't know if any of these games used the multi-tab, though. I I don't believe there was... Like, I... I had convinced myself this game was not on PlayStation. Let's let's uh, tell me, Internet, am I wrong? Like Googling Mm. Mutant Melee PlayStation 2 does not render any images of Mutant Melee for PlayStation 2. Well, I guess that information was incorrect because I'm looking at eBay and I see nothing but GameCube and... Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. And PC. I'm not even seeing PC, but Yeah, no, I'm seeing PC. Oh, imagine how ugly that game would be in a super high resolution. Oof, oof. Okay, okay. It's it's good to know that my memory serves me right. Yeah. Yeah, cuz I I remember it was only on Xbox and 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 GameCube and my thought was, "Oh, that's because those are the two consoles with four controllers." You know, that was that was my, you know, dumb college guy brain yeah putting two and two together but if you if you have a chance to play mutant melee do it absolutely do it it is ridiculous it doesn't make any sense and it it has a has a beautiful chaos to it yeah that i almost appreciate you know it's it's like when you're playing smash brothers and you have all of the items turned on and you also turn them to like high frequency and every single player is going for every single item all the time. And who wins? It's not dictated by any skill. It's just who gets the bat. That's kind of the, 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 the chaos that you're going to get with mutant melee. Yeah. And the, the one thing I'll say about mutant melee is the same thing I'll say about pretty much all of these games that you know, came out for these big consoles were regardless of how bad they are, if you get your friends in a room to play them, it's going to be a good time. Oh, yeah. You can still yeah. enjoy bad games. Yeah, like you're going to have a good time with these if you're willing to not look at them critically and just see the dumb fun that's happening on screen. Yeah. Uh, so I, I absolutely don't suggest anyone take these things on solo. No. No, no, just, no. just make your work. friend suffer with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's kind of like alcohol, Jeff. I know yeah. you're not a you're not a drinker, so th- this doesn't no. work for you. But it's like alcohol. If you drink alcohol alone, it's sad. But if you drink alcohol with friends, it's a party. Yeah. See. Yeah, so what we're telling you is to get drunk and play these games <laughs> with friends. 
I, I it might make what, them better. Yeah, I I endorse this message. <laughs> Sergio seal of approval. Yeah, yeah. Or Sir, Sir, Sergio seal of approval. <laughs> Sergio slur of approval. Uh, let's talk about the plug and play games. Yeah. Okay. So there were several plug and play games released. And, uh, when I say plug and play, how do I explain this? And it makes sense. So you might've seen at say a target or Walmart in the past 20 years, a little controller that you plug directly into your TV. That controller may be shaped like an Atari a controller and on it you may have asteroids or you know defender or you know just just old atari games and it's like hey just plug and play no system required well in 2006 plug and play was a big deal they were selling pac-man plug and plays i think there was a cubert plug and play all kinds of stuff they got three plug and play games battle for the city mutants and monsters mayhem way of the warrior they were Two-dimensional games, very rudimentary. There weren't, there, there wasn't that much to them. Uh, actually, uh, Battle for the City, which is the one uh, me and Jeff own, because somehow we both own the same stupid plug-and-play game. Yeah, go figure. Yeah. I was actually at Target, and I saw it. I'm like, oh, cool. Like 15, 20 bucks? I'll buy that. Yeah. Yeah, this thing seems weird. And uh, it, you can play through the whole thing in like 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, so you're not purchasing, you know, the, the next game of the year when you buy one of these things. But if basically it was it was marketed towards parents who saw it and said, hey, my kid likes turtles. I could buy some batteries. This will shut them up for a while. Exactly. And you can like apparently these can be played played on MAME. Uh, you can see gameplay walkthroughs uh, on eBay, not eBay, <laughs> gameplay walkthroughs on uh, YouTube of, you know, what these games actually were. And they're kind of competent. They're not half bad. Yeah. It gets the you job know, done. It, it gets, yeah, <laughs> quick and dirty, it gets the job done. <laughs> it's it's just, it, they're real weird, you know. Like, they could have just packaged the Game Boy Advance game in this thing, you know? But no, they developed an entire game. It's just, it's just very weird. And what's funny is because of the Game Boy Advance uh, screen resolution being so low, the TMT Battle for the City sprites, I think they actually look better because they're higher resolution. I don't think they look better. I mean, they're not bad looking, but I mean, you can tell they used the exact same sprite, just recolored it. And, you know, for the positions of, um, you know, where they're holding the weapons, they're about the same, depending upon, you know, which turtle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's true. Um, but I, I I wouldn't suggest, you know, tracking these things down. Mine doesn't even work anymore. I don't know what happened to it. Maybe you got the batteries corroded it or. Um... No, no, there was no corrosion. There were no batteries in it. Huh. Yeah, mine just doesn't work anymore, so... Well, go ahead and emulate it, or look on, you know... Again, it's not bad. I mean, you're going through a level beating beating up Mausers and Foot Soldiers and, like, the same Purple Dragon dude multiple times. Uh, I can't remember. What what was the, the heavyset guy's name? 
Hun? No, not Hun. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was a it was a big dude. Um, and he's like, I was like, it's like, why are there two side by side? Okay. Um, you need to go through and like collect like four or five keys to open stuff, and you could like wall jump and you know there were there were some mechanics there. I mean, it's, again. It's not bad. It's enjoyable if you just want to kind of like, you know, waste some time. But yeah, don't don't waste your time trying to track these down unless you absolutely want them. Now, I this is the only one I played was the battle the battle for the city one. Yeah. Um Same I haven't played the other ones. Yeah, my understanding is they're very similar. They're I think they were all developed by the same teams. Yeah. Tech to go. Yeah. Yeah, way way forward technologies and tech to go. And that's so weird because Way Forward is like one of the best game companies around now. Like they did they do the Shantae games, they did Contra Four, um a Boy and His Blob remake. Well, you like you gotta start somewhere, right? That that is true. And they would come into play later, and they would actually work on another Turtles game. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm not going to talk about these two um, mobile games. Actually, actually, no, we don't have to. They weren't developed. They, they were. We don't have to. That's all I got to say. We don't have to talk about them. Um. So that'll do it. That's that's our that's our second episode about about video games. What'd you think, Jeff? It, it was, it was a, it was a good experience. At least I got, you know, a, uh, and, and of course I had to get us pizza, uh, before we played. Uh, so he was talking about this pizza all week, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. I got a free hat. <laughs> I'm very happy. So if, if, if Jeff ever walks into your place of business, just give him a free hat, and yeah. you you got a fan for life. I mean, I was already a fan because the pizza is freaking delicious. Um, but that's a quality hat. <laughs> Baby Yoda hat. I got one of those too. My sister got it for me. Wait, so so the hat you were wearing wasn't the hat that they gave you? No. What the hat? What hat did they give you? Was it a Pizza it, Shack hat? It says Pizza Shack on it, yeah. Oh, man. You want one? No, no, I'm not going to wear a Pizza Shack hat. Oh, okay, well, you know. Like, I've, I've, my, my, I have a very funny shaped head. We've talked about this. Only yeah, that is right. You do got an odd noggin. I have an odd noggin. Yeah, so. uh, Jeff, here's the part of the show where I ask you, what are we talking about next time? And then I always remind you, hey, you have the spreadsheet. And then I'm going to say, but I told you, and you have I, to remember, right? Then I'm going to say, I have AD freaking D, so I don't remember. <laughs> and and then I'm going to say say something snarky and then say, but it's been delayed like nine times. Of course you know what we're talking about next, right? Oh, there we go. See, now it jogs the memory. So what are we talking about next time, Jeff? <laughs> the last Ronin. Yes, like un- unless unless the like the airplane carrying all of the copies of the last Ronin like crashes into a mountain or something and it's delayed again. Don't put that out there. I'm just saying like 
I'll do that. The, the books are not in our hands yet. So anything is possible. Uh, we're supposed to be talking about The Last Ronin next. So tune in next time. Get caught up on The Last Ronin. Um, it's five issues. Issue five comes out April 27th. So ex- ex- expect our episode will probably drop the 28th or 29th, either that Thursday or Friday. Um, Jeff, between now and then, what will you be up to? <laughs> I'll be doing video game stuff, Sergio, at the Warp Zone Arcade, Brandon, Mississippi's uh, premier arcade, where we specialize in uh, retro game restoration. Uh, we make old cartridges work like new. Uh, we also uh, restore uh, old consoles as well, uh, mainly from the cartridge era. Uh, we do Super Smash Brothers tournaments every single Saturday. Um, and we, you know, have a you know just a nice robust selection of games to enjoy from retro and current uh, eras of gaming. Um, Neo Geo, uh, PlayStation Four, Nintendo Switch, and you know, and so on. Where can we find you, Sergio? Well, the Reality Breached reboot has officially been scheduled. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to announce anything here, but the ball is rolling, and we're going to hit the ground running very soon. So be, be on the lookout for that. Other than that, I've got nothing else. Why did I imagine you running away from the boulder in Raiders of the Lost Ark? That's that's the level of excitement that I'm bringing to the re- the reality breached reboot. You know what you should do? You should make, if you can make that like a gift, but like make the boulder reads head. <laughs> do it. <laughs> he does have quite a bulbous head. That would be great. He's got to be squinting. Yeah. Oh, that wouldn't be Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, well, I thank you, Jeff. I, I'm about to hit buy it now on this uh, Battle Nexus PC copy. There you go. So, so maybe I'll I'll have I'll be reporting on that next time. Who knows? Oh, great. Uh, but thank you for listening. This was episode 87. Yeah, 87. We're getting closer and closer to 100, Jeff. We are. Tune in next time. I'm Sergio. I'm Jeff. And we're Shellheads. miss an episode of the Shellheads podcast, visit realitybreach.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts.